guys, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, it is Furlong versus Brown, Terminator versus Highlander, and there can only be one, because we're talking about Pet Cemetery 2. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? What a day! If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake! I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No! Wolfman's got nard! You know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get older, they stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality! I won't allow it! Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Hi guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got one to do! Shout out! So make sure you head over to iTunes, you leave those reviews so that we can say your name at the end of this show. Uh, Not this one, but... Just gonna say their name. That's it. (laughs) Joe. (laughs) When you're done leaving a review... Amanda. Head over... (laughs) To coldfilminterview.com, watch all the latest videos, get up on all the latest podcasts, then check out our YouTube page, like, subscribe there. And then uh, May 10th, Buffalo 66 coming to Phoenix Film Bar. They can get tickets where, Chris? The Film Bar, phx.com. That is correct. They can get tickets there. Tonight, we... Oh, I'm sorry. At first, as always, man, I almost forgot about you guys. I am joined by... <laughs> Kyle Smith. Hi, how's it going? Chris Wilbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello, everybody. Tonight, we're talking about Pet Cemetery 2. It was directed by Mary Lambert, uh, was written by Richard Outent, and came out in 1992, had a budget of $8 million, <laughs> and made $17 million in the box office. Currently has a rating bar and sits at a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Very important to notice, though, that the audience has given it a 30. Um, this is Chris's <laughs> pick. He also did the whiteboard, so I just want to note that that 30 is in there. Chris, why did you pick Pet Cemetery 2? Because I watched this movie for the first time like a couple of months ago, and by the time I got finished with it, I was like, could this be a cult film at some point? Because um, I found some very laugh-out-loud moments going on in this film, and I actually it actually made it kind of a fun experience because I, I was just thinking it was just going to be boring like because I wasn't super memorable from when I first saw it when it came out in the early 90s. And uh, so I I had some fun watching it, and I wanted to bring it in and see if you guys maybe thought it could be a cult film in the future. Mm. When was the first time or most recent time that you saw Pet Cemetery 2, Kyle? Uh, actually, this is the first time I've watched it all the way through. Um, I've saw what's fun. What's funny is when we were uh, we were just out in uh, Colorado a few weeks ago, where the arcade bar we were at. Happened to be playing this shit on the TV, so like there's a chunk of the night where I just sat there and I was just watching this on the TV, and I was like, "What is this?" Chris was like, "Pet Cemetery 2. It's hilarious." And I was like, "This looks funny as hell." Like, <laughs> I, I really thought for a second you were like, "In there wasn't this arcade." And I'm there, Pet Cemetery 2, the arcade game. 
That would be wow. fucking incredible. Collector's <laughs> item, yeah. dude. What yeah, the fuck? fuck? Yeah, so, it's got an arcade game? So it's funny. I saw the I saw the, the scene of Clancy killing uh, his, steps, his stepson and his, his uh, wife at the arcade bar. and then With like this, no sound on. With no sound at all. So I was like trying to put together. I'm like, so what's happening right now? It turns out I was pretty close to accurate when I saw it with sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mike? When did you see this in theaters? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, but I definitely saw this on 94. like Showtime or something like that. I okay. don't know. I've seen it before. Definitely a movie channel play, yeah. for sure. I have never seen Pet Cemetery 2 before. This was my first watch. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah, a couple of first-time watchers here. Never been interested. Well, I, I've, never ha, been interested. Has everybody here seen the original Pet Cemetery? Yes. yes. Okay, so there we go. We all have that re- that to reference, at least, yeah. going into this one. Then Super w- helpful to have that, too, for this movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. They lay it out pretty quick and easy. <laughs> yeah. It's called the sarcasm. Own- yes, and. Oh! Yeah. Hey! Hey! Time for <laughs> plots with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know what? Sometimes breakups can be hard, divorces can be hard, and in this case, it's the same thing. The mother starts off with this uh, this woman who is an actress, and uh, she dies on set in front of her son by being electrocuted. <laughs> so I love you're laughing right now. It's, it's just a, so ridiculous. It's such a powerful, powerful, sad scene. Uh, <laughs> so then, you know, uh, this, this kid he's got to he's got to go live with dad. Man, he's got to go, and dad lives in this small town. Uh, while he's there. He's immediately bullied because, you know, I guess he's from California and we all know how that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they go to bully him. Uh, his dad is a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, irony. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he, uh, they decide to bury this, this. He meets one guy who's his friend and his dad is the sheriff and his sheriff is very abusive to, to the stepson, right? And one day he gets pissed off and he kills his dog with a gun. <laughs> yeah. So they decide, hey, let's go bury it in this place that everyone tells us not to fucking bury things. <laughs> so they go up there, they bury the dog. Hey, guess what? Dog comes back to life. Uh, causes all kinds of ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, next thing you know, they decide to do uh, to bury a human too, and then that's where shit gets real bad. And then another human, and then another human, and then another. And human. they t- and they bury a human, and they bury a human. <laughs> it's like Russian and dolls, so on and so off. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it in a nutshell. That was a weird way to. That, I it, think you could have boiled it down to: there's a cemetery that brings things back to life, and somebody threw something in there. I don't know, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of motivators in this. <laughs> I feel like we have to talk about. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, I don't know if any <laughs> not enough you can cover it in a sense, wrap up, but though, you know, yeah, dude, it's a know. lot. We'll it's talk lot. about them though when we come right back after these messages. Drew, you unlock this door right now. Unlock it, Drew. What do I do now? Open this door, Drew Gilbert. Where do you come off lying like that? I'm burying my dog. You think a lie like that's never gonna catch up to you? You say your goodbyes, mister. It's always going outside, and you are grounded. That's the new law, buddy. And we're back. We're talking about Pet Cemetery 2. Man, does this open spooky. Let's just say that. Open spooky? Yeah, we open up in a castle. 
creepy, creepy castle that just is, just doesn't seem right. Looks like an old Hammer film. Does or something like an old Hammer film? It does, and you know what's funny yeah. is it got me. It, I thought like I thought I thought like they're where they were gonna go was like oh. Are they going to give me some sort of bullshit backstory about like the history of this <laughs> burial site and how I it was so established? Too. That's and, what like, I thought too. And like, I instantly yeah. just said out loud, like, "Not needed," because <laughs> that's what I thought was happening. And then I was like, "Oh, it's a movie." Okay, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were surprised by that. I was too, probably the first time I saw it. Like that, I like I was like, "Oh man, it's not going to be some fucking weird old like." You know, uh, uh, the first burial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Some like, cheesy retelling. Yeah. Well, you know, and then uh, you know she's she's acting, and what happens is a terrible, horrible mishaps on the set. It's like something from fucking Final Destination. Yeah, it really is. Well, this is like Edward Furlong's mom, and she's a really famous actress. And yeah, huge, yeah. huge actress, huge. Is she? Yeah. Is she yeah. huge? She's I don't get huge. the impression she's that doing, she's like, huge. She's huge. Cheesy huge. Oh no, yeah, movies, you, so. yeah, yeah. They have a maid after she dies. That's, That's true. Nanny, they yeah. do get a nanny, but he's a. I don't know. He's yeah, a veterinarian. Maybe he can afford it. But the nanny does no. know. Okay. Well, anyways, yeah. Let's town. say she's. Rel- Everybody knows who she is. They're like, she's oh relatively God, famous. She's amazing. You're right. Yeah. She's yeah. relatively famous. Okay. So yeah, Edward Furlong, you know, is on set hanging out. Cool L.A. hip kid. Dude, it looks like the coolest '90s like set. Cut off. Everybody's cool. Calvin Klein jean jacket yeah, with a hood. He's got, he's got all the gear. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and the LA gear, probably. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And then he has to watch his mom get electrocuted, which seems like hours. It takes <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> six, dude, a while. It takes so long. Right away. Man. You're, you, yeah, the, the, the lengthy cut of this and the jittery effect that they use. I like the- how they even, ex- <laughs> they even explain away why it is such a long cut because the guy's like we lost a neutral it's like the fastest line but he just shouts it we yeah. lost a neutral that's like oh so that's why electricity keeps going I guess like, they went to like the lighting I, guy well, I was like what's the worst bit. thing that could happen oh if we lose the neutral <laughs> this Boy. whole set comes yeah. down um yeah. I just you just know she's gonna die because they have that moment yeah it's like that that's like a that's like uh having sex in a horror movie if you look at your son and you go son I love you. Yeah, yeah. right. And right. they go back and they it's go. Seriously, dude. I but felt- they also set you up right before it does like, for the connection because they're like, can you and dad have dinner tonight? So you think there's hope that they're going to get back together. Yeah. They're split off. You kind of get that character yeah. or story. You know. Yeah. He was like, dad's thinking about coming down to set tonight, mom. Mom's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Let dad <laughs> come down to set tonight. See so you know what happens. <laughs> We're getting back together. And then what happens? Melts her face into a grate. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Melts into a grate, and, and he's screaming. You know that Edward Furlong scream ah! that we hear in yeah. every film that he does. Yeah. It seems like it yeah. is true. He mm-hmm. does have like a calling card, <laughs> and it's a scream, dude. That <laughs> whole that's a furlong. I mean, this is just the first of many cheesy scenes in this movie. Oh, it's a it's is... a very cheesy scene. Holy fuck! It's weird too because I'm like, how do you go from the director of one, which is like kind of like a slow burn, kind of very you know serious tone of a film. Mm-hmm. To, to to instantly starting off with this one of like we're the, the, sh- the, sh- the schlocken. It's the same director of mm-hmm. what of Pet the Cemetery. original of the original Pet Cemetery. It's yeah. the original director. Yeah. Yes. Oh, weird. Okay. Yep, yeah, she did both. Yeah, and it's two very different films. See, yeah, that's, it's so funny. Is this the Toby Hooper case. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny yeah. because like when I was watching this, I just assumed that she was just kind of like a director they got. Like she originally wanted to do something with the 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 living. 
person from the first one. I forgot what Creed it is. Ellie. Ellie it's the Creed. little girl from the yeah. She wanted to do one. something originally with her, but then they were like, no, we got to capitalize on this fucking Edward Furlong guy. He's hot it's, right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you need to put, so the movie was basically rewritten for him, Man. Uh, which it turn, sucks, right? Turn, turns like, out real good. That, well, that dude's career, I swear. People got there. I think maybe this one had a higher budget, so there was maybe more. This is what, yeah, because I'm looking at it right now. Pot. Like I, I I'm she wanted at her, different things. I think for this film, I'm looking at her history, and it's like you know, Urban Legends, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary's not bad, actually. Of the Urban, Urban Legends series. is not bad. No, the Urban Legends Bloody Mary is the one he's saying, but that's not oh, a bad. Yeah. That's not a I bad direct, the first one. It's Mega honestly, Python versus Gator. Na- Whoa. Okay, yeah. So she's a <laughs> schlock, she's just schlock director. Yeah, I mean, she does so, have so a little what, bit here, in there. Here's the here's the explanation. The first Pet Cemetery probably had more Stephen King. Well, yeah, there's control. no well, because there was definitely. yeah, there's no definite. The so screenplay so was written go by insane. Stephen King. Yeah, she couldn't go insane with it. This is her full control. That's what we no, get. but they had a different writer. It wasn't her necessarily. No, it wasn't her as a writer. Yeah. Was it Ghostwriter? No, it was. Uh, we just uh, uh, Outen, <laughs> Richard Richard Outen. God damn it, the Ghostwriter theory again. <laughs> is it Bill Lancaster? Is, is it, it Bill, Bill Lancaster? Is our favorite writer, Bill Lancaster, <laughs> who is not John Carpenter? <laughs> sure. Wink, wink. So Bill. <laughs> I mean, what we're supposed to, what we're supposed to learn from this first part of the story is really it's it's really about young love. It's I really about. Uh, not really. Well, it's about really. father and son. It's who really, then, it's it's really about Freudian lo- young love. No, what? No, no. You don't think so, man? Because I think he gets Freudian. A, yeah, he gets a little obsessed. Like I know we made an incest joke earlier, but like later in the film when he becomes obsessed with bringing her back, it's like out of nowhere, and it's very. It seems very. It's not out of nowhere. I don't know. It he feels is like obsessively of protective of her. The, I, he the whole is. Film. He is, but it's never like it's never like you know what I'm going to use this to bring her back. Like people bring That's, it, people bring it up beforehand, and he kind of scoffs at. Oh, it. I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're relating it to the end. I'm just, and, yeah, so. I, I'm just relating it to the end, and uh, like we'll go through his character development. But it, like it's something that I just I, for me it came out of nowhere, where it, it seemed like more innocent, and then towards the end it does not seem as yeah. Innocent. Well, I and think, I say it doesn't come out of nowhere. I think it doesn't come out of nowhere as well. But I, I hope we can discuss that, like why we think his yeah, character. Yeah, hopefully we remember to come back to this yeah. later, Cody. But guys, does he want to fuck his mom or what? Like <laughs> <laughs> <Wait, laughs> clearly, because that's the question we're asking here. Guys. Definitely does. Definitely does. So they uh, uh, after mom is dead and a, a fried, you know, barbecued style. Uh, they decided, hey, well, let's bury her back in the hometown, and we're gonna live there too, because you know, gotta be close to mom. Gotta yeah, be close to mom. You know, makes sense. And it so seems Jeff, like Jeff they, can't yeah. handle this. He's you know, yeah. Apparently, he's his psyche is weak. Well, he's just a little upset that he they ha- had to move. He didn't want to have to start new somewhere. Yeah. Well, he does start new, and he has to go to school with, of course, the fucking bulliest kids in all the, the land. That kid has been a bully in a, every a few movies. He looks <laughs> he looks super familiar. Like yeah. I've seen uh, him in younger roles or yeah, something. Yeah, wait a second, hold on. Isn't he also mixed Sorry. in with the bullies? Will soon be Jeff's best friend, Drew. Yeah, he befriends Drew, who is uh, he's someone is like bullied, but also with the bullies. He's, yeah, I don't he's in the crew, that. but he gets picked on by them. Was he in the he's crew? A punching bag? Yeah, I think he was in the crew. Do you guys want to know who that kid is, by the way? Yeah. And when I tell you, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" It's yeah. he. It's it's Tom Hanks' best friend and big. Jared Rush. Oh shit, yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was so cool in that. Yeah, I thought it was him, and I was like, "Oh, that's right. He's like such a nice, wholesome kid in that movie." Yeah. And this one, he's like such a fucking scumbag. Yeah. 
Go so on. He's got an Anthony Michael Hall thing. He can go. He can go bully. <laughs> he can go. He can go, go nice. He's got a wide range, go man. Away. He can play anybody, <laughs> depending on his age. Yeah. yeah. And this one, he plays a bully. Yeah, he's a real. And fucking it, piece of and shit. And what happens when you're fucking new in the Midwest and you're from California? This is like Hocus Pocus, dude. <laughs> but you know what? Every like, fucking movie. It's dude. every it's, movie. Yeah. And it just, I, I just don't understand it. It's like he literally gets dropped off. Maybe it's because he was dropped off in a veterinarian van that like made him Target. They made Jeff Prime Target. But it's just yeah. like, he's literally just a random kid walking in, but it's such a small town, I guess. People are like, oh, new kid, I'm going to fuck your life up. Well, yeah. he, they're he like, oh, your mom just fucking died. We're going to make it worse. Oh, yeah, I mean, they take it well, to such an extreme. I was going to say, 90s bullies seem so much harder, dude. Like, they go for the jugular no, they, still, shit. they still do that shit now. <laughs> it's just you can't get away from it now because they got the fucking internet and Facebook and shit, well, dude. Well, Edward Furlong, he, they, he, moved, you know, he helps his dad move into the veterinary office and he ends up adopting a cat, you know, be, yeah. I guess, like, to well, befriend, and he mittens. brings well, stupidly that. brings it to school. Well, like I, I, I did want to say, I love with that cat. There was a funny little nod to the first film because I was like, it was like the same shot of the cat jumping. I was just like, oh yeah. shit, is that the cat? No, it's not the cat. Okay, it's not church. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh, they're doing the cat thing again. Yeah, you know, it's a that's, right. that's movie. Uh, well, no, I thought. <laughs> Oh, they're doing I, the pet thing again. Know, That's I weird. Like, I like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, two, huh? Just more of the pets, huh? Yeah. This one was odd. They went with goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just thought, no, I was like, I, I didn't think, like, I, I was like, it was a good little trick they did at first. So you're like, oh, they're not doing a different animal. They're just doing their new cat again. I think there's quite a few nods in this movie to oh, several there is things. For sure. yeah. 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 But no, you're right. He he finds, he's, as he's cleaning up the this this massive uh, fucking veterinarian it's like hospital, a humane society. Yeah. You know? Like uh, he finds these kittens and he keeps one of them and he decides, you know what, you do with a new kitten, you take it to school with you. Yeah, dude. The bully picks up on this immediately. Yeah, Kyle, but you don't see the fucking gravitas that is in the acting choice that Edward Furlong made by bringing this cat to school. That wasn't in the script. (laughs) Oh, was that was that his choice? That was his choice. He said, "Listen, listen." He said, "Jeff would move to this town. He'd be so alone. He lost the only person he loved, his mother." God, if Edward Furlong came up to me and like was discussed. Acting yeah. notes, I would just be like, dude, he's shut so up. sad. He's a director. Listen, he said, He's so Mary, Mary, he's so sad. Mary, he calls her by first name basis. Mary, he's so sad, just so sad that when he shows up to this town, he has no friends and he meets this kitten. Yeah, and now it's his friend. Okay, don't, so, go, don't go that low. I'm not gonna hear you on the show. He's <laughs> gonna take it to school with him, and this is where the conflict with the bully comes from. Mary, Mary said, Brilliant, because otherwise, this shit does not make sense. Yes. <laughs> this shit makes no no. This shit makes no fucking sense. It's the only way. It, like I'm like, who brings a fucking cat to school? Number one, and who in middle school brings a cat to school and doesn't get caught through a whole fucking hour of class? Yeah, I think that's weird. A weird choice. But I also think like it. it they wanted to kind of get the audience on edge about the an- what was happening with the animals in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's well, yeah, pretty, it's pretty like. Like, I mean, the things that they do, like, are definitely to, like, you know, everybody's got this um, this n- nice feeling towards animals, and anytime one's in danger, you know, that's, like, draws out a huge reaction. I feel like they really do show you the animals in danger in this film. Well, because after that, yeah, yeah, after that, we have a, a shit fuck, the bully, gets we out of class. Sick, we got His a name's sick Clyde. bike chase. Clyde gets out Clyde. of there. Yeah. Rips the cat out of poor Jeff's hands. No, gets... He hands him the fucking cat. I yeah, know. he, he literally hands him the cat. I know he does. Yeah, he's let me see your cat. And yeah, I'd be like, go. no. <laughs> so yeah, weird. but he's he's like, oh, this is all my big friends. This yeah. guy definitely wants to be uh, my that's friend. A, that's, this is <laughs> how you just how you turn, turn an enemy into a friend. Yeah. You hand him a kitten. 
So he hands him a kitten and this fucking maniac then gets on his bike and races through this fucking wooded town, whipping this kitten around Mm -hmm. like fucking what's he yelling its face after they passed the Creed house. He yells something. Are you fucking scared now? Or something like that in this kitten's face. Like he's the toughest dude <laughs> on the planet. Shaking this kitten going 100 miles an hour right. on his bike. Yeah. It's unnerving, actually. I was like, I didn't like it. You know, <laughs> I, it, hit, it hit a nerve with me. They did it creatively. I read up on it and like, yeah, like most of it was puppets or whatever. But Those then real cats for that, for that you know, five second shot. It was like, all right, he rode, he held it up. He did it. They stopped, you know, it wasn't like a, a high in, intense scene actually. So I read that they're they really careful about that shit. 300 kittens. <laughs> yeah. We lost two and a half kittens before we figured out we didn't really need to do any of this <laughs> shit. This movie yeah. holds the world record for largest kitten yeah. budget. Thought yeah. it was a Milo and Otis. 300 kittens <laughs> that they use. Yeah. All for the scene. What they did show is he talks about the kitten's head getting caught in the spoke and popped off and they buried it in the pet cemetery and it's going to come back to life. Thing is, you didn't see this. They actually shot that with about 250 kittens before they figured it wasn't going to work. <laughs> Jesus, just that's fucking horrible. Yeah, dark. This wasn't going to work <laughs> with the audience. Dark. Yeah, so they get to the pet cemetery and they're like, sorry, your kitten's fucking dead. Head came off. Oh, horrible. Whoop-de-doo. Um, you know, I left the carcass somewhere around right here. Up, it's right. essentially what he tells Jeff. Number one, he like I've watched this movie too. He wasn't that far behind them. No, he wasn't. Jeff was not. I was like the one kid who took the the kid because one kid comes running from the cemetery. I'm like, bro, you who do you play for? Yeah. You are so fast. <laughs> what team are you on? <laughs> yeah, so then uh, Jeff uh, Jeff finds a kitten who's locked in a birdcage. I was relieved. Right. Yeah. I was so relieved. Symbolic, kitten's right? totally fine and everything, but then that's when we get, uh, we're reintroduced, for those of you who have seen the original film, to the Pet Cemetery. Keep and out. might I say, uh, I did make this note while watching it, they obviously hired a landscaper because the path yes. to the ancient burial much cleaner than it used to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's much easier to get up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it almost looks like they installed yeah. stairs. Lots of people been going up there dude, yeah, since dude. then. Part yeah. two, bigger, better, bolder. You know what I mean? <laughs> better. Yeah, that, yeah. Fucking faster, quicker, um, longer. Yeah. <laughs> Uncut. I, I like though. I, I like though that they tried to keep the cemetery like close to the original. Like the kitten was in a bird cage. The bird cage is a prominent. Feature in the original, yeah. so I kind of like mm-hmm. that they tried to tie that in. I liked the look of the cemetery in the original, though it looked so much creepier, Dude, this, this, more more shitty and overgrown. Does, and yeah, this film has that gray. fucking cheesy straight to video '90s look for some reason. The lighting and I think in the I camera it, tricks. But that, I think it's a lot of set design. I feel like set design was just kind of like, yeah, it's good enough. Like that was like that was like that was the catchphrase of the set design people. It's good enough. <laughs> yeah, we did all right. <laughs> I think we did the best that we could with the time we were allowed. Yeah, we did okay, Bill, right? Yeah. That looks all right. Okay. Yeah, Bill, uh, that was so make a reference. He gets to the cat back. So he, anyways, he gets the cat back, and Drew actually comes back at this point because, again, Drew is part of this bully team for some reason. But he doesn't want to be. I don't think he, he doesn't want to be. He is because they're like, come on, Drew! Yeah, they just, he, they pick on him, and he's just like his only oh, that's friend. True, they do. So. And then so Drew comes back and is like, hey, man, you got your Oh, cat. he's like, I've never seen anyone punch Clyde before. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then Drew's punched- like, Drew switches teams right Dude, then can and there. We be he's honest? like, Team Jeff. 
Clyde takes a punch like he's fucking Rocky Balboa. No, he takes a hit like a champ. <laughs> His eyes didn't even well no, up, dude. No, <laughs> dude. He literally hit, knocked him to the ground. He didn't touch the ground. He just hovered right b- right before it and then just rose up. <laughs> rose up. Uh, God. And said, you fucking hit me. And yeah. beat the living. Be, it, what's funny is like the fight looked very, it, it, like, it went from looking like two kids scuffling, like some really... Like uncoordinated fists to flying from Clyde. And it got and then real all, fucking and serious. And then all of a sudden it cut to like a reverse shot, and Clyde's like doing the pick him up from the shirt and like, you know, throwing the right hooks at him. I'm like, this guy's yeah. from a boxer in two seconds? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he Clyde. immediately treat. Yeah, it goes from the clumsiest fucking kid fight to like, seriously, like a martial arts film. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so weird. Like he was like high yaing after each punch. And then, and then, the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, but then Edward Furlong gets up from that, like, not really that phase. Yeah. Let's out his normal like. Egg. Oh man, which I figure yeah. like is his other move. Yeah. It's yeah. Just a, oh gee, god damn it! Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a, the Edward Furlong. So also in this movie is Drew's dad, who's our stepdad, who is Gus, who is Clancy Brown. And oh man, he's the Clancy Brown. He's uh he's a fucking character in this movie. He is. I'll tell you what, he's, yeah, uh, he's the sheriff. Yeah, I, I think I, I said it before. I'll say it again. Biggest piece of shit in this movie. Well, yeah. hold on. Like, Hard did you guys ass. feel Hard like ass. you could tell like right away that? He was gonna yes. be a piece of shit. Yeah, you yes. know it. I feel Absolutely. like it took me a couple scenes I, I to kn- kind of be like, all right, this guy really is a piece of shit. I knew it as soon as I saw the name Clancy Brown because he doesn't <laughs> really play anybody but like kinda big menacing true. assholes. Yeah. 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 I kinda, mean he had a shiny moment in Shawshank. <laughs> yeah, he did. There was a moment. <laughs> A moment where he seemed like he was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was Then he just turned into the Kurgan yeah. right there in the Shawshank Redemption. Um, no, that I, I would say this. The only time that I thought maybe he's a normal sheriff character is like once the funeral was finished and then all of a sudden the reporters kind of start funneling and he's like, here we go. Yep, all right. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to go handle these reporters yeah, and give this family some space. Like, but it really just... It ended right there. He I became a dick. Which, by the way, which by the way, for a small town sheriff, he makes it sound like, "Oh, here we go again, dude." When We're it's... in the spotlight, right? Right. Yeah. Better handle the press. Well, they're in the well, spotlight maybe, two years ago. Well, maybe yeah. Miss Hollow was in the like. She maybe she did drum drum up some press there or something, and that's why he's so bitter about the you know, Creed the Murder Town now lays to rest a famous actress. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Probably, dude, and it was his ex girlfriend. Yeah, so know? so yeah, you're right. Though. He still hasn't let it go. He could have been famous. Once he take once they take Zowie to the vet because he got scratched by the dog got scratched by a cat. F- uh, no, that was rabbits. Oh, was rabbits. Yeah, you're rabbits. Right, rabbits. Yeah, right. the dog has a tendency to to fuck with the rabbits. Okay, yeah, so live on Gus the property. Has, Gus has a tendency to breed rabbits. Wait, yeah. Yeah, what's <laughs> Gus's boner about rabbits? I think it's I don't the know, furs. He sells them. Yeah, the furs. No, he sells. The, there's a sign in front of their house that says "rabbits, eighteen dollars." Oh, he just decides. Yeah, I don't to think he was doing going to a new business what later a, on. You know what business? Yeah, he's taking I, that side rabbit cash. You know what business I'm going into, honey? What the rabbit business, <laughs> dude? Skyrocketing, dude. You know what? It makes sense in this town because if we go back to our pet cemetery history and we go back to episode one. We remember that there is an oil refinery up the road, and semi trucks are always screaming down. I bet your rabbits getting killed left and right, and he's in the right business. He's breeding new rabbits. Who's just letting people the rabbits need new, People need new pets all the time. It is a weird little thing to do. Like, but I just considered it small town, like make an extra side small, cash. Small town hick sheriff habits. So right? as yeah. a, you as know, a, as sheriffs do, small, small town sheriffs do. No we'll breed up. rabbits. As this goes, weasels. Up. As this goes on a little bit, in and we start getting these rumors of what the cemetery does. Uh, Gus gets real mad at fucking Drew's dog throughout this whole movie, and until it just fucking boils over, and Gus to the, says to the point I'm that he shoot turns, it. No, but 
before he even shoots it, to the point that Gus turns the rabbit cage into an electrified fence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who fucking does that? Gus. Gus. Gus, dude. Yeah, Gus. Same guy that just sheriff. shoots a dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, that's what it boils down to. And then the dog, to. a dog, of course, as dogs do, and when there's a giant cage of fucking rabbits, it goes up, sticks its nose in it, gets shocked. If that's not bad enough, then Gus is like, oh, I'm going to shoot the fucking dog now. Yeah. Was that the plan? I thought the plan was just for it to get shocked, not to get shot well, immediately after. Got yeah. shocked, and then he escalated further. Which, yeah. by I mean, the way, great shot, because that dog was long gone in the woods, and then he just fires he off had randomly. A scope? No, he had a scope on that bad yeah, boy, he, scoped, he scoped that rifle he at 38. Listen, he, when you're a small town sheriff shooting dogs is probably your other hobby yeah, yeah. shooting random hobbies. dogs Bam. shoot dogs you Bam. you, you enforce the law and you breed rabbits he said that's i gave that boy now, ample that, time in that order yeah yeah that's when you realize he's a ruthless killer little did he know though that at killing this dog would set forth such a catastrophe for him because what happens is chain reaction of events drew decides yeah. with jeff that they're gonna go bury this dog at the pet cemetery. Well, yeah, Drew doesn't tell Jeff why they're going there and bring him back. Drew the, just tells Jeff, "I want to go bury him in a really nice spot up the yeah. hill." Well, you got to bury your own, also. That's a big thing here. Well, the yeah. inter- interesting thing about pet cemetery is you don't actually your dog doesn't come back to life if you bury it in pet cemetery. You have to go beyond it into the Indian burial ground to actually. Yeah, that's pet cemetery two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> point oh. Yeah, thank you. No, that's I, no. I was just thinking that like it's funny because you enter Pet Cemetery and it's like this round, you know, like cemetery, and then but you have to go beyond it to use like to get to the dark soil, the sour soil, mm-hmm. to uh, to bring actually reanimate yeah. Indian burial Pet Cemetery. Exactly. Now this is where it gets fucking mind bendy, right? Because they bury Zowie, and three days later, Zowie comes up, and Zowie's mission now is to hunt down a tree. Was it three days later? <laughs> yeah, was it three days? <laughs> I, I, I felt like that was. Hours later. No, it's three days. It is three days later, but you like, missed the Jesus? joke, which was way better. It is three oh, days. What was the joke? I said uh, he, he came back. <laughs> to fucking, yeah. Because they came back to hunt Atreyu. I like that. he came back yes. to hunt Atreyu because it looks like the goddamn wolf. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't think I didn't get that I either. It. Yeah. I liked it. Oh, my God. I'll, I, I'll, I, I'll I cut that joke out and I'll send it to you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> guys, can, play it over you guys can relive it together. <laughs> yeah. Maybe listen to it together. <laughs> it was gold. Yeah, no, but Zowie comes back and actually, you know, and there's clearly something wrong. It's all gross yeah. and nasty and full of dirt and blood and... Well, and and the shot. parents are pissed. Gus, yeah. Gus, and mom are pissed because they. He said he was out burying his dog, so they probably cut him a little slack. And he, she, he comes back, you know, and they're like, "All right, now you're in more fucking trouble." Yeah, you like more that? You like how the dog coming back gets him in more fucking trouble? Yeah. It's like <laughs> they're not questioning. But like, again, why is this dog full of dirt and blood? Again, this is why I'm saying this is not three days later because Gus, yeah. Gus picks him up from the road. Takes him home, and then the dog shows up at the door. I'm pretty sure they said three days later. The same fucking night. It is the same like night. I feel like it's like that night. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I feel like Drew still has dirt on him from the fucking burial <laughs> session. Right. The burial and the dog comes. I'm pretty sure back. you're right, but they still say three fucking days later. I'm pretty Easter. sure. It's just three days later. Jesus. <laughs> Is That's it what like, I'm is, saying. Is, is, like, it, is it like that? Is I think it, he's just thinking of the Bible. <laughs> is, it, is it like that thing on the internet? Three days later. But here's the thing. Something's clearly wrong with the dogs. So they have to call yeah. um, Chase, Chase to come get it's the dog Chase. and check it out. 
That's the dad. Oh. Edward Furlong's dad is Pops. Yeah. The guy Take from the ER, time right? I never remember Chase his Matthews. That guy's, from, Matthews. That guy's oh. from ER, right? Oh, the he's, ball guy? Yeah, he's. I think so. Plays yeah. Goose. Can I tell you? <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Oh, I've never goose. been a big fucking fan of him as an actor. I kind of okay. liked him. <laughs> All right, you don't have to be. I don't hate him, but I've never liked it him. It sounds like you fucking hate him. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> weird. Like, wh- who has a strong opinion about Anthony Edwards? Who? Anthony Edwards does, but that's it. Such a weird person to be like, you know what? I fucking hate. I don't. You know what? I just feel like it's a safe person to hate. I, I don't. Hate, I don't hate him, but I just feel like he's always just. He's always like that. Se- he's so easy just to uh, like over. He's always that secondary character because I feel like he's just so easy to out. Uh, no, nah, he was like I'm the main sure. dude in ER. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he led the fucking the, the <laughs> halls yeah. of the Do ER. The, oh, everybody was getting the fucking. Ames fucking haircut? No, they were getting the goddamn Clooney. <laughs> yeah, they're getting Caesar, yeah, bitch. and Clooney came and went he's, pretty fast. Yeah, on that because show. he. But yeah. Anthony Edwards. He's a successful, good actor with char- charismatic yeah. things. And this things. guy does not have charismatic things. things. I think you just don't like him Anyways. in Pet Cemetery 2, maybe. No, I don't like regardless, him. Regardless, let's move I'm on. I'm not a big fan and, of like, I don't want to bash it, good old Anthony. We're not I don't bash Cody him. I think, he's, I think he's no. just an okay actor at TV at best. He takes Zowie back Fucking to his... Hashtag fuck Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. I oh hope he doesn't God. listen to the show. TV It's funny you say that, Chris. This is his favorite podcast. Our luck. just ruined it. What if it was? He's like, you know what? Fuck you, Fuck Cody. Those guys. He goes on Lisa Review. Assholes. I do listen. Fuck Cody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Cody. Yeah, Chris Army, five stars. <laughs> I hope. Known I'd, be, I'd be honored if Anthony Edwards said that. I, so, knew, I knew Anthony Edwards. Sir Anthony. So Zoe comes back and um Zowie. 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 Zowie comes back. Zowie and, too, though. Yeah, Chase Chase uh, does about all of his tests. He takes her blood, takes her home to take care of her. The wound is not healing on its own. It's just getting more gooey. rancid and disgusting. That's and what I'm thinking three days of. It's been three days and the wound hasn't healed. Yep. That's yeah, what I'm yep. thinking three days from. Yep. There, we there we go. go. Thanks, okay. Mike. Boom. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. So, so also, we got a, we got no a dog. Heartbeat. We got a dog with no heartbeat. Heartbeat. It smells heart like peeps. it smells like stinky cheese because that wound is just getting gangly Ooh, yeah you know and he decides i'm gonna send a blood test off to a colleague and uh let zowie go no yeah, well actually zowie no, breaks, he, out. Zowie breaks yeah, out and yeah. murders a fucking thing of kittens yeah, this, this this all scene, oh, that's true this yeah. scene actually when i was younger and saw this movie like was shock, kind of shocking to me I'm, I'm a cat lover so like this that stuff is particularly you know, like, uh, like uh, it hits my, it hits a nerve. You know, so like they don't even show that much now you, that you go back and watch it. No, but it's, it's just like gore, though. It's just gore, just like mutilated cat bodies, like inside this kennel. Yeah, I couldn't even pick out a cat piece in there. By the way, the mom and the two twins that show up, I feel like that's a throwback to The Shining. Yeah, I definitely thought there was something weird with that. Yeah. Like oh, it was just such a weird. Is that cast a thing from twins. The Shining? I thought that would have been There's like a thing twins. that was referenced back to um, like the first part of Cemetery, but I didn't remember. It. I don't remember there being twins in the first. I don't remember yeah. there being twin cats and lady. <laughs> you know that might be what it twin is. Twin cat. There was like twin there was like octuplets or whatever you call inside that one cage. I don't know why they were all in the same so cage. The, yeah, those the 900 kittens that were in that cage that were <laughs> mutilated by 
uh, that is a pretty like well, funny but terrible. It's a scene. sad scene. I'm they, like, well, they, uh, they just use the cat. They just use dark the, humor. Well, the nice thing is they just reuse the kittens from that earlier scene with the bike spoke that they killed the 250 kittens with, threw oh them in that God. cage. Bring it back and that fake go. facts. There you go. That scenario made me cringe too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like saying it. It just made Chris. It yep. made, Man, yeah, so we, so Zowie get she chews her way through what looks like some pretty solid caging, and now just pl- kills, pops up wherever kills she wants. kittens. And meanwhile, Jeff and uh, uh, Drew Drew starts with a D. Thank you. Ends with a Rue. Um, <laughs> are off at parting it up because guess what? In like any horror movie, it's Halloween. And they are drinking at Pet Cemetery. Right. Well, and he's de- and and Drew is not supposed to be out on Halloween night because he's no. being taught a lesson from Gus. That's yes. right. Gus yeah. has to parent him and be his father. Yeah, which is like which means, I don't think he does. Which really. means like be abusive without the drinking, which is real weird. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like I feel like he kind of like that they edge you into it where it's like. He goes, he's like, where you been when he picks him up on the side of the road? And then he's like, you know what? You, you have to learn lessons the hard way. I do too. And he kind of takes responsibility like in that sense. And then like, but yeah, he, he just doesn't have, he has a short fuse. So he just keeps pushing it more to the extreme. Like with the, with the discipline, the wife goes against him and lets uh, Drew, Drew buddy, Drew buddy get out, uh, go out on Halloween night. <laughs> Drew buddy. And what happens on Halloween night? I'll tell you what happens on a Halloween night. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, a lot of gas, ghastly ghouls and trick or treats. So they end up going. Yeah, they're to drinking the, at Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Gus finds out. Gus shows the fuck up, and, and he just and the bully fucking checks Drew. They real they bitch inad- move, dude. I bitch will, move. I do want to say bitch move, bitch move. And they also inadvertently start a fire in the woods that Which Gus got, walks right past. Yeah, it goes nowhere. That goes nowhere. I thought that was going to go somewhere in the story. I, I, was, I was like, like oh, they're going to burn oh, down the shit. cemetery. Yep, yep. And then it was like, no. No. <laughs> no. Just goes to Gus like trying to beat up on Drew, yeah. which, yeah, Drew takes a swing at him. Well, good, f- good on him. Wasn't and the fire there before telling no, ghost no, stories? Yeah, Someone knocked the, over, over a bottle and it Big goddamn lantern fucking, fire shot up. Yeah. Chris, the whole goddamn forest was burning down. Yeah, it was really get, weird. You gotta get fire. You gotta get yeah. fire in the nineties. And yeah, no. Drew takes a fucking swing at Gus. Gus swings back, and then Zowie, Zoe, Zowie just comes out of nowhere from the darkness. Takes a big old bite out of Gus's neck. Yeah. Yep, rips like a full piece of flesh off. Yeah, kills Gus. Kills Gus dead. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? What happens? Instead what of saying happens? this dog killed this man, please do something. They decide they're gonna go try to bury yeah like we'll bury know. him i didn't get that shit i didn't get that either it's like why and that's where it's this... like okay this guy is a tormentor of your life is a general piece of shit seems like he's a bad sheriff in general and a wild animal killed him yeah why are we trying to fix here's, this situation here, here's it's gonna be better here's what i got here's what i got what they're trying to justify with the end of this film in this this portion of it is that it's fucking jeff's plan from the whole time so that 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 he can dig up the mall okay this is not no. okay no no jeff is not guys jeff is not playing an intricate game of chess where he's seven moves ahead i think that's what it's supposed to be no, no. i think guys. this is a catalyst for him thinking about doing no. it with his mom i think no. this is drew panics and then buries here's what i think yes i think he panics the one thing i, I will say that i don't quite understand is they don't it, they're basing it off the idea that hey zowie just came back 
Like they're not they're not seeing I think what what's supposed to be being communicated is that they're not seeing the evil side of Zowie. Yeah. They just saw, hey, we buried our dog and he came back. Fucking great. So now that this guy's dead, we don't have to get caught for murder. We'll just bury him and he'll come back. However, I will say, prior to the scene, they were told by Chase three days. The dog is not healing. Not only and he that. Has no that's heart the part. Rate. That, and that was the part I was going to get to. It was they, like, that's the only thing that doesn't really make any sense. They've right. also seen Zowie multiple times with fucking red glowing eyes. Also, yeah, he I had understand a dream, that. I but, think, at one point, right? Where the dog is in the chair and it's like showing the know. possession of the dog. They yeah. know. Oh, they know. Yeah. So, what were you saying, Mike? No, what I'm, what I don't think, I understand that you're saying that you think they know, but I don't think they do. I, I don't think, think I definitely don't think Drew knows. I think Jeff knows, and mm. I think Jeff knows. I don't think so because either. I think, I think he has goes along. The reason I bring it up is because, the only reason I bring it up is because later on in the film, when we do find out that, you know, that the, that fucking, um, what's the, Gus digs up the mom, right? Is because it's like the whole thing, well, like, yeah, he came here and said he had to exhume the body. It's like, it's such a, like a kid fucking plan, but like, well, I got to get a share. Can't dig it up myself. It's the only way to cover this no. up to get my mom back and people not know it's me. No, that's not. I don't think that's what happens. I think Jeff takes advantage of the situation that the fact that that happens, but Gus clearly dug up the mom so that he could bang the mom again. Oh, I think that's a part yeah. of it too. It's so perfectly clear. But I think he knew. I think yeah. But I think that he's playing that no, against think, Gus. No, I think I think. And once I, the opportunity presents I think, itself, honestly, the one thing I will give Edward Furlong credit for in this movie is I feel like he is the only person who seems to have any sense of reason. And right and wrong but in that's, this movie, but that's like why I'm he's saying, like he seems like hesitant to the idea of burying this person, this animal. But like, he's like, it even uh, seems like doesn't it seem like Gus is on Edward Furlong's side at one point? Yeah, once, at the end, yeah, it feels like that. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, so that's why it feels like it's fucking Edward <laughs> Furlong's Gus plan. Comes, no, well, I mean, we can get to the ending. Yeah, we'll get. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's. I think you're reading into the ending incorrectly. Well, I don't know. I, I'm interested in what you're saying because I kind of had a feeling like that too. But, but Gus comes back from the dead. Clearly, comes back from the dead. We know yeah. he's same c- night. Yep, Yet it is again. the same night. It is the same night, and he is <laughs> looking later. like fucking shit. Like basically, I drew like, Drew Betty wakes up from uh, wakes up from the like his nightmare. Yeah. Right, he hears or uh, Jeff has a nightmare that Clancy Brown's looking in his window, laughing maniacally. He shows up in the dark. He's all ripped to pieces. He goes up the stairs, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like the mom, like is yeah. up there. What, like, mm-hmm. what's yeah. she gonna do? You know, he goes in there. He's all fucked up, and she's like, "Come to bed, honey." And apparently, this rape scene, like I read, was supposed to be a lot longer, <laughs> but they cut it. And I, I don't know if that's because it was just disgusting. You know what I mean? But it. Oh, you know, you don't need much in when it comes to a rape scene. A little goes a long way. Yeah, True. it's right. And yeah, you, you don't get, need to. You don't you need to the impression. Don't need the, we don't even get into the minutiae interesting, of it. Interesting though that that she would originally have wanted it to be longer. I don't know what the purpose of that was. Maybe shock value or something. I don't know, oh, man. Boy. Can I be honest with you? I felt like this rape scene kind of didn't do anything. It, no, it it, it kind of reeked a little bit of like, hey, can we get our clothes off? Mm, oh, maybe. Like yeah. I kind of felt like it, it was like creepy it to me. Felt like yeah. the gratuitous they, yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, this yeah. is they're gonna do this. Like yeah, but anyways, maybe they didn't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but here's the thing: Gus came back. I mean, Nicer. obviously, first. Well, well, I mean, first night he tries to rape, but you know, the next morning he wakes up a new man, and he he's he's much yeah, he's kinder. in a good mood. He's in a good mood. Yeah, yeah, he's a much kinder person. So it's like, and I think, I think if anything, this is the moment where maybe Jeff thinks, maybe I'll do my mom too. Maybe we'll bury my mom up there. 
if it gets planted at any point, it might be this point. But I, I think things quickly go awry anyway after this, right? Well, mm, at first, at first, he's happy. You know, Drew's happy. He's like, "Oh man, he's letting you come over tonight," and you know, he 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 served me extra pancakes this morning, and you know, and like yeah. you think everything's gonna be like different. Like yeah. he came mm-hmm. back a better person. But yeah, it does like it does slowly start to slip. Yeah, and at this point, we now get the backstory because uh, Chase, meanwhile, has spoken to the hematologist that he sent the blood sample to. He told him, "Hey, this is a dead dog. I don't know why you're playing jokes on me." Mm-hmm. And he tells him about the former veterinarian who's from the first film or from the era of the first film. Yeah. And uh, Chase decides to take a road trip. <laughs> That's yeah. this dude's fucking house, I guess. Yeah, somewhere and go surprise him out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, go surprise. And the guy is a hell of a taxidermist. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Kind taxidermist. Of a funny scene. <laughs> Morbidly funny. I'm not really sure what the yeah. This scene is weird to me because I it's couldn't weird. tell like what happened to the old man. Like did he go bit batshit crazy or something? Because yeah. it doesn't end in yeah. It ends no. in a way that you think the guy's insane at this point. He's like, just cackling. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, like what did that? What that didn't add anything to the film for me. Yeah, it, like, it was okay. just it made no sense to me that hey, he was cool, going. Cool, random out there. reference to the first film. Yeah, I, I don't even yeah. know if that is a reference. I don't remember that character in the first film. He was the veterinarian. I I don't know. I guess I just didn't remember seeing. Yeah, he's not him. memorable. So, but it's all they could get. <laughs> <laughs> so God. after this, though, comes the scene where where Gus kills Clyde. Right. Well, um, um, I think I think yeah. Clancy Brown starts to turn. Well, because this is where this is again where the, I'm this, getting confused where we're at. This in the is movie, this actually. is again where I'm. I'll kind of go with my theory on on if they're a team or not, and I have I do have a solution for this. Um, because we need a solution to, uh, uh, what? Yeah, to what to the problem, what math problem you talking to about? This math problem that I'm there's about no to solve. mathematical problem. So there's two. Well, no, because here's the weird 12. thing, right? <laughs> What happens? 24. Fucking, fucking bad kid shows up on a dirt bike, of course, which right. we all know Edward right. Furlong right. Could, right. could ride way better. Yeah, we've seen that. Wait, I'm that trying one. to remember. <laughs> hold on, though. I'm trying to remember why is Edward Furlong even on a bike, and why is he not with Drew anymore? Drew, they parted ways. Like, they went separate ways, I thought. No? No, the scene ended in such a weird because way Drew- where I'm just like... Why are they going? I think separate Drew, no. Ways, Drew though. and his mom are dead at this point. I believe. No, Actually, no, 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 not yet. No, because they come off a dirt road and they go onto that main stretch, mm-hmm. and Drew goes one way, and Edward Furlong okay. goes the other, and the guy whiz or uh, Clyde in... whizzes by on the highway, yes. going towards Edward and, Furlong, grabs yeah. his shit, like while he's on the dirt bike, throws him over the side of the fucking hill, and then goes down there and starts spinning that fucking wheel, and he's like, "Hey, you ever know what it felt like to get your, or what it looked yeah, like to get your nose ripped off?" I was like, shit. God damn, that's brutal. Like, this these bullies are hard. Bullies an asshole. Yeah. He's like, you might die. But and here's, it's like, what the fuck? Here's where the thing comes in. And Clancy Brown comes out of Sneaks nowhere up. like a fucking savior and saves Jeff. Correct. Here's the other thing that I will put in the evidence file of why that they're on the same team also. When did they even agree they're on a team? I don't know, but this is how fucked this movie is. They kind man. of exchange a look they at one They have point. to be. They have to be. Because for Was Clancy Brown to fuck. <laughs> His mom, he needs Edward Furlong to bury her because you must bury your own yeah. to bring them back to it's life. True. It's true. Yeah. That is the so the, he needs, he Clancy Brown needs Edward Furlong and Edward Furlong needs Clancy Brown. Yeah, for the for the to help get the body there, right? Yes. They fucking got Gus's body up there. Why couldn't they, <laughs> you know, like... 
Well, because they needed to bear, take her out of the graveyard. It's breaking the law unless you have a Yeah, cop. but then why did... Wait a minute. This makes no... No, no. You're, yes. wrong. you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And I'm going to tell you why you're absolutely wrong. Because, oh, because Clyde comes back. What? Who is Gus Clyde's own? Nope. It's true. So you're right. Gus he killed takes him, though. Clyde's he killed body. Him. He killed him. And buries it. And now... But the rule is you have to bury your own. Don't, you're that you so killed. Is, is, that you killed. So that's not the rule. Yes, it is. You bury your own pet, like that died in your in your care. You bury your own kid, yeah, your own wife. But, like, but, no, even but then, in the first movie, he didn't kill the cat. It was just an accident. Yeah, the the cat gets run over because he tries to cross. But the that's road a with weird the rule that they yeah, make. It is a weird rule now that, that they I'm make in yes. the pet cemetery and, too, though. And it on top of weird, that, Gus mm. kills Zowie, but. Fucking Drew buries him, Gus, and and Zowie comes back. Yeah, because you got to bury your own. Right. So it's not if you kill him again. Clyde should never have come back. Which I agree with you. That's their own loophole. If Clyde can come back from Gus, then Jeff's mom can come back from Gus as well. I I agree. That was the weirdest choice. But I think that's their own plot hole that they fell for with with bringing him back. I don't think that's the effect of the mother. I think that they still because dude, even at the end, like Clancy Brown does not go after Jeff at all, dude. Because that's their Jeff's dad. So here's what I always gather. Goes after those I gather that Clancy Brown came to life, and just like, and since this is the first time we've actually, well, I, no, it, no, it is the first time technically we've seen an adult come back to life in the series. Like a kid comes back to life yeah. in the first one, right? And it goes on a killing spree. Mm. But I, I always got the kind of impression that they also were trying to bury their, make more evil versions of themselves. Like, they were deadites. They wanted right. to, like, mm. kind of procreate in this yes. way. And that when Clancy Brown comes back to life, his whole thing is, fuck, man, I gotta get, like, some de- more dead people up in this town. Yeah, I and he was like, the I know, the fucking mom. And yeah. then he goes, I'm gonna unbury her, and I'm gonna get this kid well, to bury it. Didn't he also dig up um, <laughs> Drew after he was dead, too? Did he? I don't remember that. I don't remember I that thought, part. I thought they were they were dug up as well. I don't think so. I don't think so. I well, they definitely didn't bury him then. He didn't ask anybody to bury him. No, um, I don't think well, so. Yeah, I think it was no, just the mom. But, right. And I think he just uses Jeff to bury her because, yeah, maybe there is but this rule. I don't I think, think Clancy... Jeff did it. Jeff didn't bury her. He gives him the fucking shovel. He gives him the shovel. Yeah, he says you bury her. But own. I think he's manipulating Jeff. I don't think it's like Jeff no, was like, true. this is Jeff's plan the whole time. I almost feel yeah, like Jeff so was either. manipulating Clancy, but like. I yes, agree. But. Wait, what? You do? I agree that Jeff was manipulating. Uh, I was think there was some weird supernatural Je- shit going on at the end a little bit, but but no, this is a, all the all the all the rules of this world are fucked up in this fucking movie. All well, right? yeah, it is kind of there now that we're get diving into it. You're right. Like the barrier own thing is kind of strange in the in the case of Clyde and Gus because it's like why would. Gus care to bury well, Clyde Drew, in is that to take care of like because he comes uh, Clyde comes back to just to kill Jeff yeah so yeah. maybe it was just it like, just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me so yeah, at all Gus plans to have Clyde come back to kill Jeff and if they're working together maybe then Clancy could sense. have his mom all to but himself. he could have had his mom all to himself anyway seems that way yeah but then but then at you know kind of simultaneously or when all this you stuff have, is going on or you have that bully kill him. And then bury him and bring Wait, him back for his dead bully? mom. Gus, or, Gus does. Gus does. Gus does. God damn it! There's so many weird fucking things. None of this makes any sense. None of it makes any. All, any sense. of this. No. Yeah. Unless 
Unless, Dead people can no, because then he could always unless do it. Gus collected Clyde's parents and made them. <laughs> I think it might have been in an effort to go after Jeff because obviously Clancy was going to okay. go after Jeff's dad, so Jeff needed a, an enemy. So I think that's probably why they added the bully because the, he's the bully the whole movie to Jeff. I, so why not make him come back as a dead only, thing to to, to fight also, him? By the it's way, only, I, I don't know. I don't it, know if we talked about it, but that bully's death was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was great so fucking. We didn't talk about it, but no, like, Clancy yeah. Brown. Clancy Brown. Has a motorcycle and just fucking his scar- his no, his scarf gets caught in the spokes. Oh yeah, yeah, that and it did. pulls his face into the fucking and tire like it gives and it a rips it like, off. Whoops! He's like, never mind. Oh, then it happens. Cool. He grabs it up and di- just yeah. dives it in deeper. It's a double dip, man. And then, and then he's like, chucks Whoa! that bike like it's like nothing. Yeah, fucking yeah. super. Well, that's strength. when Drew Drew witnesses this murder, and that's when he's like, "Fuck, shit's out of control." He rides back home. Then Clancy gets back there, and he starts chasing him around the house, trying to get to him. Drew jumps out the window, jumps in mom's car, who's conveniently pulling up at that exact time, gets in. He's like, we got to go. Gus is trying to fucking kill us. And at that second, mm-hmm. Gus slams his body on the car and smashes like the windows with a hammer and is just trying to like kill his family. Yes. Mm-hmm. They speed off and he limps off into his truck. And then it's a high speed chase down the fucking highway. And Clancy is just fucking yeah. maniacally like trying to run them off the road. He's you gotta watch for, out. You gotta watch out for them potato he's trucks. He's known for his terrifying car chase scenes. It's, yeah. He's good well, at it. Watch yeah. Highlander. Watch Highlander. <laughs> he looks like he wants to murder everything on the road. And it, yeah. And it's like, actually I'm like, okay, this is kind of a great scene because it's like, there is tension to it. Like I do feel like again, there's another throwback to the shining where he's mm-hmm. beating the door in with the hammer and he says some yes. quippy line, you yeah. know? And uh, anyways, he runs his family's vehicle into a potato truck that first of all, smashes head on. So, you know, that's instant death. And then everything falls over and crushes the car. Yeah. So it's like it was double a potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes. That's what it was. Such yeah, a weird 5, way to die. Yeah. Of potatoes. That, that means something. That fucking potato close up of like the hand and the potatoes. Yeah. I was like, how fucking stupid that is that? It was like a leg hanging like out with, with like a, a blood drip. Yeah, blood drip out of <laughs> potatoes. Like, yeah. I was like, was the potatoes? potatoes? I wondered, I wondered if the potatoes was necessary. Yeah. I thought the car crash was car, like it was a it was a enough. real it was a real uh back to the future. It was a real over the top <laughs> it was. vibe with it. But it like made it corny. They killed him. Yeah, like it's just fucking weird. It's, it's exactly like the manure scene. Yeah. It made it corny. And not only that, like the, the other thing that kind of hurts this and, and like I like Clancy Brown. Don't get me wrong, I like I like Clancy Brown a lot, but he's almost like fucking Joker level in this, I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I have no like, problem with him look, at all. D- p- you bury the people in in the c- cemetery. <sighs> they come back and they get all crazy. Like, let let them play the way he wants. Just, Fucking, I don't care. I wish it was just a little more, a little more serious with it. I I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I thought it was perfect for, for the what tone it was of the film. I yeah. think, yeah. I mean, where are you going to go with this? For the tone of the film, yeah. yeah. I mean, if they if this was a more serious drama, and then you had Clancy Brown, then it'd be like, well, that guy doesn't belong. The other thing too I want to talk about is I did not like b- b- the music choices in this fucking Dude, movie. oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. There were so many awful. times yeah. where it was like these I don't know why I thought of it. There's like these orchestral arrangements and I'm like is this like an orchestral arrangement of a Metallica song? <laughs> what is this? Give me yeah. fuel, give me fire, give me this well, not that one, but yeah. <laughs> the same point. Yeah, no, it is definitely tons of <laughs> 
weird ch- music choices. Yeah, like, so fucking like weird. Like I'm trying it's to like be Jesus rock. and Mary Chain. Like uh, fucking Ramones. Like there's some other shit going yeah, on here. I don't here, think like, there was any like actual named Ramones. No, there was. There's Ramones. 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 credits definitely. Ramones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the what, one of the like in the original. Count. One of the songs sure is it's... sung by Tracy Lords, the porn yeah. star. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Is that I the one that. when the dog dies? I I thought it was the end. Credit song because there's a song when the dog dies no, and, I, and I swear yeah. that one is like no I, I think there's another one right at the end? Yeah. I don't know I don't know anyway. yeah, when Zowie first dies like the, that song that's the one I texted you guys like they that song clearly stole the intro to Mash theme song yeah. <laughs> when like, the doo, doo, doo. when the dog dies it does <laughs> deepest <laughs> bluest oh, yeah there's some weird, <laughs> like a shark's fan. weird <laughs> music choices very dated music choices I feel like for a movie like uh, that it feels you know what it feels like it feels like an eclectic collection of low budget movies music choices like when you're a low budget film it's like oh you only have that that's only your budget yeah here's like the eight you can choose from i guess you know yeah. use them yeah it definitely added something to this movie something but shitty yeah. to it. <laughs> anyway so the kid dies yeah they yeah. kill the family, family it's dies. over and, and now- clancy's decided he's gonna fucking uh unbury the mother yeah he's gonna start oh, we a new did family. that no, How could well, we have? Well, He's no, a, I mean, we haven't even about talked it, about Jeff's dad and Clancy's big yeah, I was brawl say, in like, the kitchen. The only okay, thing that we right. haven't gotten to is uh, the person that Cody fucking hates, Anthony Edwards, kicking some ass. Yeah, he kicks he some ass. He gets his shoulder Pretty- fucked up. He, he, he's the one who walked out of that building. Yeah. He had he already been bitten the arm by a dog, did not by the way. Up. Yeah, he yeah. got drilled in the arm and was still fighting. Come this, on. This is like my favorite. The, my This is probably some of my favorite stuff I've ever seen a drill used in. Like, as far as, like, in a movie, most of the time it doesn't look this good. I liked the yeah. set. Most of the I time they're the just using it to build stuff. With the no. fire blazing in the background no, and the and fucking of, tore up fucking house. Like, I thought yeah, it was awesome. that house just looked like chaos and I yeah. didn't understand why. When that, yeah. when, that, when, that, when that drill goes into that shoulder, man. Looks like an Aussie music video that going on in that hurt. house. Like, <laughs> fuck is going on in here? Why? Why? Why true. did Clancy Brown take time to flip the cross upside down? That makes no sense. That was the part. Yeah, that was the part. I was kind of like, come on. I was like, really. <laughs> Really? They, he, he, he redecorated? He's Satan. Okay, I get it. All right. Yeah. Guess your dad's not here to save you now, is he? I'm not afraid of you. Yeah? You ever see a tire take off a nose before? <sighs> Neither have I. Might even kill you. We might chew right into your brain. Visit your mom. Jesus Christ, Gus! Go home. Oh man, we forgot to mention that this whole time there's a nanny. And this Yeah, nanny, because guess what? Forgettable. Yeah, this it's nanny. Pretty forgettable. Yeah, she doesn't really play much of a point Until except the end. other than well, no, I mean she doesn't play a point at the end. Yeah, she does. She's, she's the cannon fa- fodder. She, she's the face sacrifice. Hold on, though. Hold on. She's the, just cannon fodder. Let's give so her a little mommy bit more can credit have a normal here. Face. Did, did anybody get this impression from this? Is that she comes down? She's definitely a super fan of the mom. Yeah, she yeah, is. absolutely. And that's which really like seems to be the reason why she came in to do whatever. Then also, I'd like to note that like she kind of looks like the mom a little bit. Yeah, and she wants yeah. to try on all of her clothes and shit. Yeah, and oh, also, she definitely wants to. I think the dad is fucking her. I oh, think yeah. the dad is fucking her as well. Or wants to. But this 100%. this this nanny does give us what I think is my favorite line in this movie, which is like she's trying to console Jeff yeah. and he just like oh, there's yeah. silence, she's just like 
you're not my mom. I'm just like, <laughs> yes. What? But that was, was that bad. written in the script? Yes, See, it was. Yes, it was. No, and I think that's so bad. I, he went off you, cuff again. Here's the thing. This is why I think I think this script just I think it was trying to do a lot of different things and it just wasn't communicating. A lot of one-liners right. too. Like, no, I think what I mean is I think they were trying to go deep. I think that was actually supposed to be a major part of that film was that this woman was coming into this house and trying to take over the place of her mother. Dude. He's always trying to put on her clothes. And then that final line where he's like, you, you're not my mom. It's like, it wasn't even a final line that happened like 10 minutes no, into I, the film. Well, I know, like, but what I'm saying is, is like, just in terms of like solidifying yeah. this idea of like, <laughs> dude, wait, okay, so obviously. And, and what's funny this is woman she's is literally to be, just offering some advice on how to cope with loss. It's terrible. They yeah. were trying to jam so much into this movie, Mike. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. 100%. I think they were trying to do something yeah, with And that. then they decided to edit out 99% of her scenes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, I'm dead serious. I think that's probably what happened. She was yeah. just in it probably, to get he, a fucking dad. Well, she's now she's there just to have her face ripped off so mom can every come time back she, and look pretty. Every time she came on screen, I was like, oh yeah, she's still here. Because what she's happens, She's still in Chris? this house. <laughs> what happens? Mom comes back. Nope. Uh, well, yeah, I guess nope, you're right. she doesn't, Chris? Nope. Well, we, she does. I guess Clancy dies. No. Yeah, no, Clancy's dead at this point, and the dog is still on the loose. That we never see that dog. Well, die. we 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 do before. Right. That's because the dad, Jeff's dad, kills it before he, yeah, he battles with it, Clancy. Right? Yeah, he she blows the, it away. Doesn't the dog walk off from that? No, it, no. Walk, it limps no. off into the house and dies. It goes yeah. off into the oh, darkness. Okay. Oh, yeah. it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's eaten by the nothingness. Right. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Extreme darkness kills these creatures. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Knows so that. then we get up to the attic, and it's like Edward. It's like a fucking like yeah. he's in a suit. Yeah, he, he looks he like a little ventriloquist dummy. Omen? Like, like yeah. what happens this here? This turned into the weirdest fucking part of this movie. And that's that's part, what I'm saying. Hold it's on. Very no. dreamlike. Or I night- got the what I got the impression was is that this was the plan of the demons the whole time. Was like, but they want him. To, I think they want to kill. Edward Furlong. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, and I think they want to bury him and have him come back yes. to life. That's a clear I agree, thing. I agree. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if these things possess whatever possesses you when you're put into that pet cemetery. If you still hold some semblance of your life in your head and you still desire the things that you. Yeah, there's pieces of your there's personality. There's pieces there. of your personality in there. And I'm gathering that Real Mother comes back up to a mall and thing. says, She's like, I'm going to start my family again, but I have to kill all of you because I, we want to live together as demon family, I guess, or something. Yeah. I That's know. what I, I Join I, me in the afterlife. No, no, I, I agree think, with you. I think, no, I think, I think, the, right. I think the demon mom was just trying to manipulate him into dying and then he would not be. They wouldn't hit. He would not be. I think. It, I think you called it when you called them deadites. I think they're the same thing. They're yeah. trickster demons. What basically. is the end game? You, but you didn't. Want, you don't think she wanted to have? The, I think no, no. Family. I think Jeff she just to wanted to add. They wanted another uh, deadite to the ranks. That's I think it. she. That's wanted, what yeah. do you mean, though. But she wanted. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But it wasn't like some like. Oh, we'll be a family in the afterlife. It's more or less right, right. like uh, yeah, I'm just gonna tell you this she's shit using to convince that. you. She's using that to convince just like a deadite would. Like yes. how they change and they like yes. try to manipulate you into yes. dying. Yes. That's, That's what true. I think that yeah. and I think it's working in this scene because he comes out dressed like he's going to the fucking prom. Yeah, he's waiting <laughs> right? for his prom date. Yeah. <laughs> right, and the suit doesn't even fit clearly. No, it's, it's a very it's so weird fucking scene. He's got and he has Chase's this dark suit on. look on his face, like like. Well, he just he just buried his mom again. I guess. That yeah, would I guess probably, maybe it was a traumatized thing. No. Be like, he's kind of possessed or something at this point by the fact that his mom has to. He be. Re- he's kind of insane. I'm sure from seeing all these dead things yes, come back to that's life. That's what I'm probably like, mentally snapped. If anything, yeah. so so the mom fuck kills kills the nanny with a shard of glass in the fucking face. And uh, to the face, 
and a fire breaks out because she knocks all her shit on the floor and lights yeah. it on fire. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a weird thing. It just yeah. was a weird way she to like. She purposely lights it on fire. She's like got a little Bic lighter and she's like trying to get it. You know, it's like, this is like a ghost mom. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then, and then Clyde shows up and he, he, he starts some shit. He's trying to, yeah, he's like, basically join us or yeah some he's shit. like he's like i'm gonna kill you jeff because yep. you're new in town yeah and, and i still have a grudge against that concept that you might yeah. be new in this town and i'm dead and you're not dead but then yeah. dad comes in yeah dad shows up he looks Bum like fucking hell yeah he has mm-hmm. been through hell bitten like bitten, stabbed fucking drilled yeah. in the bite wound yep <laughs> like get a shit beat out of him by fucking gus he's, he's a tough fucking he's a tough, he ass, fucking. He's tough as motherfucker man after <laughs> I think, veterinarian. A, after this after this movie i thought like you know what would be cool is like pet cemetery 3 like jeff and his dad just traveling traveling yeah. the country killing other fucking killing other kill pet cemeteries, other pet cemeteries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Out. it's ash versus the evil dead is what you just described yeah so it essentially is yeah, yeah. Except it's Anthony Edwards, motherfucker. Anthony Edwards kicking (laughs) fucking ass. They get out and then mom melts. Yeah. To, to death. Yeah, yeah, this is the part where I was trying she to figure this. She catches on fire. Ah, yeah, but she melts yeah. because that's not her skin on her face, guys. It's the big reveal. Come yeah. on, watch that's, a movie. That's the that's the that's the nanny's face, right? But why would her skin melt? Because it was it melting where the fucking the ch- burn the was. The chunk smeared off. Yeah. yeah. And like, then, oh, she was using some kind of glue or something? Probably. I mean, you know, glue. maybe not crazy glue, but sure. She's in an attic full some of shit. Some sort of Who knows? Ad- adhesive was up there. Yeah. Okay. You know, it was, All right. like, it was yeah, a they, two-part epoxy that I didn't have time to cure. Just trying to figure, yeah. I'm just trying and to figure then, out how this thing came sure. off because she, I, it wasn't, you know, heat. Yeah, heat obviously, but skin burns. It, it don't melt. Yeah, it don't oh melt like God. wax. No, so it, ridiculous. It, burns. Um, <laughs> it melts. So fucking ridiculous. I've seen it melt. But also, anyhow, like, they, they burn. I also feel like we kind of like skipped over the f- like, uh, like through all of these gore scenes and like special yeah. effects scenes, like. There's some gross-out moments where there's fluid squirting out of open wounds mm-hmm. and things like that, like really intense close-ups, you know. I didn't Those get a got whole me. lot in this movie. Those I got me. Yeah. I didn't get a whole lot. My, the, mo- the, wor- the worst The worst one for me is the dog wound that the dad, yeah. like, pokes that, and it oozes out. And that's the only time I'm I like, would, ugh. I wouldn't say the special effects are bad I think, in this like, movie. like, the neck thing and when he's at the table, it's all, like, you can yeah. see the shit going down his throat. I think the, and, wound, like, the wound effects are kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, but overall, but, special effects, I weren't... Yeah. Like super memorable to me in this movie. Melting terrible. I mean, like, melting looked goofy as fuck. Yeah, and and Zowie's demon face mask. That was fun. Oh my god! We didn't even talk about that. Stupid. We didn't even talk about the one scene that I feel like could put this into a cult film status. Oh, one scene. And that's the dog sex scene. Where the dog sex scene is fucking weird. That is like, and and also how horribly bad that mask looks on that. Poor woman who had to be in this yep. scene. Perfect dog. Breasts. Oh yeah, Ch- oh yeah. Chase has a sex scene with yeah. a dog head. Lady. Sex yeah. fantasy that I turns into a that. nightmare, but not. I don't and know. Then he He's wakes kinda... up and the actual dog is just sitting there. Like, yeah. I'm gonna fuck your but shit up. God damn, is this scene not so dated that the soft blue lighting that turns into this like tracery, you know, yeah. like vision. Like nightmare vision, I guess, mm-hmm. and it's just this fucking woman with the worst dog mask on, just riding this. It guy. It looks like those ones you get from Walmart, or you see all the people take pictures with, where you're like, dude, nine hundred other people's heads have been. Yeah, in that definitely shit. Something, <laughs> something you would get from Party City or something. Yeah. Like, right. but like one of the good masks from Party City. Yeah, yeah. And then the expensive ones from the back room. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if that shit doesn't make you laugh out loud, like I don't know. And like, it's just so funny because like I don't understand how anybody's looking at that dog and saying there's something fucking wrong with that dog. <laughs> 
Right. His face that, is all morphed and yeah, shit. That's weird. Like, I mean, his I mean is Gus is literally the color of like white paint. <laughs> yeah. In this movie, like, like how, no do you, one how do you not look and be like, questioning any you know, of this. I thought you had more color yesterday. Yeah. Today, no today you're gray, covered in dirt, and you are of an oozing wound on your <laughs> neck. I think you're fine, though. Another like, laughable moment, man. Like, even if this wasn't all bad enough, like going through it, at the very end, Right before it goes into the credit scene, and they're driving through the forest, they've oh, got yeah. these. They've got these cameo <laughs> shots coming in of every yes. character that you saw in like the movie. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> was that? <laughs> that, that yeah, all it, the people it, that it died. All the people who died. It was like it, yeah. it gave us a kill recount at yeah. the end. And it was like it was like a '90s As TV done by intro glamour shots. Fucking <laughs> oh, weird. Like, everybody's happy and just, smiling. Yeah, it looked like a ni- the opening to a '90s sitcom. It, it like, yeah, it looks, it looks like those those family portraits where it was like. Like always, like the couple was sitting there, like yeah. in the '80s, and there'd be like a little picture of the baby looking down on the family. But it was, you know what I'm talking no, about, it was yeah. worse than yeah. that, dude. It was like the, sh- yeah. it was like the like turn to the camera and laugh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, like, like oh a Brady. Gosh. Remember the good times in the movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, they're all gone now. What do you say we rate this, Mammer Jammer? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, Chris, what do you want to rate it? I want to rate it, Drew Buddies. Drew. Buddy is Drew, Drew Buddy. Buddy. Drew yeah. Buddy is what Clancy Brown constantly refers yeah. to him Drew as. Buddy. Hey, Drew Buddy. Drew Buddy. Even yeah. in his evil self, Drew Buddy. <laughs> so Drew Buddies it is. Drew Buddy. Drew Buddy. I Drew Buddy. will go first on this one. I think I went first in the last one too, and it's the same score as the last one. We'll go with a two on this one. Not, I did not have a lot of fun with this one. I don't know if this is going to be a cult film in the future. Um, I could see how some people would enjoy it to be laughable, but I don't know if it's bad enough to be so bad it's good. That's where I kind of struggle with this. I think it's just a bad 90s horror movie, which there was a lot of, uh, especially in the sequel zone, too. Um, I don't know. It just didn't have enough for me. It didn't have enough for me. I don't think Furlong was uh, Furlonging enough for me. Furlonging. Furlonging. I'm furlonging for some more Furlong. I thought, like, it was just so, it was just too, like, there was just so corny. Like, Clancy Brown's performance came off as corny instead of scary to me. Um, But I don't know, not so bad that it was, again, like, funny. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to go with a two on this, barring maybe another watch with friends, because I think maybe that might be more fun. Uh, but I'm at a two on this one. It's just it's just not so bad it's good, but it's just bad enough it's bad. Yeah. Let's go with Mike next. Yeah, I'm going to give this a one and a half. I just thought this was like a terrible film. <laughs> Like I don't think it was funny really at any points. I you I know, did think you were quiet this whole episode. What's that? I did think you were quiet this whole episode. <laughs> I didn't have much like say about this film. <laughs> like it was just kind of like really bad acting. Yeah. Um, story doesn't make a lot of hell of a lot of sense. No. Um, yeah. There's a few things that are kind of absurd, like the mask of the dog, and but that's like about it. Clancy Brown's performance, yeah, it's maniacal and everything like that. But I. It's not a place. It it feels more like again the the sequelitis problem of the '90s, where everybody seemed to think like, okay, well now we got to do it bigger and better. Yeah, like it wasn't so much like hey, like a, I don't think they did a whole Toby Hooper thing where they were like, hey, I'm gonna take a like a funny take on this. I'm gonna take my old no thing and I'm gonna go in a different direction. Um, this was more like it almost felt like I, I don't know if it's true or not, and. 
but it, it's almost like a bunch of producers came in and said, no, we got to do better than that. Like, we got to bring back, like, an adult, like a, like a human. And, like, he's got to be, like, crazy. And it's got to be, like, Clancy Brown. Like, it feels like a bunch of people just saying, like, it all has to be bigger. It's the Gremlins yeah. 2 effect. Right. And, and no, it, none of it made any sense. It happened, yeah. it happened later, right? It happened later on in film history where they were like, dude, we had this fucking kick-ass movie. Everybody thought it was real. Blair Witch Project. Let's, yeah. What do we do next? Blair Witch Project 2. But this time we go all Hollywood with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It just kind of felt like that yeah. a little bit. I don't know. I actually um, don't have a problem with Book of Shadows. Thank you. <laughs> you what? I said I actually don't have a problem with Book of Shadows. Thank really? you. I actually right. own a steel Maybe, book of Why don't you choose a one? Why don't you choose one day? Yeah. Maybe I will. One day. Um. Yeah, I just I I I don't think it's a, but I don't think it's a cult film, but I think it's a must watch because of the lore. I mean, if you like, Putt Cemetery is a great is a good film. Like, I mean, well, it's an okay film, but <laughs> like, if you if you like the story and you like the lore, I kind of feel like you gotta watch too just to check it out. You know, I don't know, man. Okay. Good answer. Whatever. Good answer. I, I, that's Let's the only show way me, I can say show it. me, uh, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, it is uh, not. Uh, no, the, the X there. is. There you go. <laughs> check it out. Uh, good. I don't know. Okay. So One and a half, I'm and he done. said, "Check it out." <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> Kyle. Uh, point half a star. Point half a star. I don't even know if that's a real thing, Kyle. Yeah, and uh, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> check it out. Make sure you check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna come in at a uh, two on this one, um, for a lot of the same reasons that uh, Mike pointed out, which it was gonna be my jumping off point. Which was like you know, the thing I disliked about this movie was there was too many things coming back to life. Like I. I think what makes the original Pet Cemetery work is because it's kind of a haunted house thing. It's kind of this cool, suspense-driven horror movie where there's this creepy-ass fucking kid, and he's hiding everywhere, and he's popping out randomly and fucking being crazy and insane. This one is just like, yeah, they, they thought, well, if we have more more dead people coming back to life, that's just going to mean it's going to be better. And I think they failed on that. And I, I actually don't have too much of a problem with Clancy Brown's performance. I th- I thought it was entertaining, and I thought it was perfect for the tone of this film. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I did find myself laughing at a few things, at a few parts, because it was ridiculous. I will say it probably is a cult film, or it could be a cult film. It's just not my cult film. So I'm going to come in at a two, and I don't think you need to watch this because it's part of the lore. <laughs> I disagree on that I, one. I, 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 but Like, everybody, any every horror fan has seen Pampet Cemetery. Yeah, for sure. But, like, it's just, to me, it feels like, okay, I mean, if you like the film, if you like Pet Cemetery, You're not yeah, gonna watch like this the one. really <laughs> bad sequel then, just to, you know, complete the set. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> shitty sequels that I've never watched, because why? I guess so. You're not oh, a completionist. I he's, get never, it. he's never seen. He's never seen Wishmaster three. <laughs> God right. damn no, I haven't. Right. Two, he has. Okay. Three, no. <laughs> I've never seen. Uh, I've never seen Leprechaun four. Oh, you really? should actually. In space? Four's in space. I saw that one. Yeah. I never saw three or two. Not Vegas. You never saw in the hood. Not Vegas. Saw Vegas. Never saw hood. Vegas. I thought Vegas was okay. I like Vegas. Pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> awful. So yeah, two from Kyle. Two from Kyle. That's one of the things I, I want to go back to Kyle. You said that I, real quick before we get to Chris. Uh, I agree with you in the fact that Tony, uh, Tony, Clancy Brown, fucking Tony Brown, Tony Brown, (laughs) Tony Hooper, Clancy Brown's performance (laughs) is perfect for the tone of this film, but that's also a problem is the tone of this film. Yeah. 
That's the kind of my point of what this acting yeah, is. It's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's like the director let him get away with that. And and he went with what the director said. Who knows if that was like, it's too cartoony for me. Chris. Yeah. Hard to say why, but I like this film better than you guys. Yeah, like absolutely I know shit. Yeah. You do no shit. <laughs> I mean, no, we saw all saw it coming. It's very, it's, it's interesting because I can't argue with what you guys are saying and like what your criticisms are of the film. But I think I, just got more joy out of watching it as far as like, I don't think it's a so bad. It's good. If we're like putting it in the list of like top so bad, it's good films, but it has some pretty crazy ideas. And I like that about the movie. I mean, I'm, I've cut, like I was saying earlier, I like a lot of Edward Furlong movies for some reason. And even though it's they're not great performances. Like, I don't know. He just kind of picked these odd '90s movies, and it, it it it's kind of fun to watch. I like Clancy Brown's character a lot in this movie. I think he actually elevates the film, like, and makes it more enjoyable because of his performance. True, he elevates. I every think movie the effects are actually pretty well done where they're used. I like the. I agree with Mike. If you like the lore of Pet Cemetery, definitely watch it because. It kind of tries to, because it's the same director, they do throw in a lot of things, or little things, I should say, that like will trigger you, but it's not so obvious, mm -hmm. you know? Trigger you what? Like, either like Stephen King related, or like th kind of throwing oh, references. Little, yeah, references that will throw back a little bit to the original. Like, I don't think this is a direct sequel, I just think it's another story happening in the same town, so it's just an extension. It is a direct sequel. It's just an extension. Like, I mean, they don't touch on the creeds very much, which yeah. is the whole first story. He's saying it's in the same universe. It's yeah, it's the in universe. the same universe. They don't really like. They reference the creeds so many times in this movie. They what do are you reference the creeds about? like six They tell the story yeah. and then they go back to the guy who used to live there. That's the only two things I can think of. They ride past the creeds house. They're not talking about <laughs> those creeds, dude. They're talking about the Apollo creeds. The Apollos, okay. Yeah. But, anyways, I like. I, <laughs> I, I, you mean I, that prehistoric family? No, that's the creeds. <laughs> Shut up. That's such a dumb <laughs> reference. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. He's, he's dropping Cruz reference bombs over here. Sorry. So dumb. Stupid. I ultimately like find enough good and bad in this movie to, to enjoy it every time I watch it. Um, and I do recommend checking it out. I think it does have those a couple classic moments um, that always stick out to me, like the death with the dirt bike, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> The cheesy shocker at the front with the mom. Like there's these little moments in the movie that are just like laughable to me. So I think it's an entertaining film to watch and it is totally bad nineties. The music is really off and weird and I'm going to give it a three and a half, three and a half. Drew oh, buddies. I thought that five was coming. Well, I, that five was saw, I saw that five coming over the hill. Yep. Oh, nope. <laughs> Chris, what's, Chris, what's better? Pet cemetery one or two? One. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, know. He, at least he said that. I didn't know if <laughs> good he was answer. Good 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 who wants to do it? Who wants to do it? Chris hasn't done one. This Who is his pick in a while. I feel like Chris hasn't done one in a while. This one uh, comes from <laughs> Warp Zone Graphics. Excellent podcast for fans of all types of film. Five stars from Warp Zone Graphics. And they say, I just wanted to say thanks to Cody, Kyle, Mike, and Chris. I don't know them, but I feel like they're my friends. No, well, we are. For all the yeah. fantastic hours of entertainment, I spend a lot of time in my car and I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this has quickly become one of my absolute favorites. 
I was cautious in approaching the show because they've reviewed uh, many of my all-time favorite films, and I but I feel they've done them justice. They've also inspired me uh, to watching films that I most likely would have never encountered before, such as Suspiria, which I absolutely loved. Thanks a ton. Keep up the fantastic work. I tell everyone I know to check out the show. Thank well, you. <laughs> That's really cool, man. Yeah. Thank you. Love your rapport and varying insights into movies. And yeah, I love Congo too. Woo! Uh, <laughs> and Young Love, which came up tonight, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Long live the cult from Warp Zone Graphics. Hell yeah. That's thank cool, you, man. Wow. Thank you, Warp, 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 Graphics. Warp Zone went, awesome. ba- went back in the archive to get the, the Young Love jokes. We got Time Warp. We got new people that don't get the young love jokes. Well, even the Congo jokes, I feel yeah. like that doesn't come up as often as the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should come back, so should the young love. Oh, Which come on. Congo has definitely been mentioned within the past few episodes. Yeah. If it's not I don't mentioned. Think there's an episode you don't mention Congo. I mean, it's, it's a great movie, Mike. I don't know why you wouldn't. Well, Mike, it's Congo. a Frank. Oh, yeah. No, I did mention it during uh, yeah, Arachnophobia. It's my favorite Michael Crichton film. Because it's. It's uh, a Frank Marshall directed that, and he also directed Congo. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh. So, so, hell yeah. Last episode was Arachnophobia. Thanks for the awesome review. Thank you. Guys, if you would like a shout-out at the end of the show, all you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes, and we will gladly do that for you. Uh, and then head over to coldfilminterview.com. Check out the website there. Then head over to YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment. Then check us out on Facebook, Instagram at Cult Film in Review, and then on Twitter at Cult Film underscore Review. Then you can follow Kyle at... You can follow me on Instagram at Cult Film underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at... Cult Film underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at... At Mike Salucio on Twitter. You can follow me at VHS Collect on Snapchat and Instagram. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>